Liverpool. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. On my right wing is Neil. On my left wing is Tom. And I'm your nine, Nick. You're more like a six. Uh, you think so? You're, you're definitely not a size nine, man. I don't even... What would a size nine be? Like shoes? <laughs> Big. <laughs> Kite. <laughs> no, I think more like a number six. You know? I, I think you might be right. I'm facilitating. Maybe that would be more of a number eight. Yeah. Unclear. Uh, I don't know. Well, we are in a mostly triangular position. That's why I'm the false nine. Right. I, I'm not shooting at goal. I'm just helping you guys. <laughs> Actually, no, that works. That's why I always say the false nine. No, there's there's logic to my, my stupidity. <laughs> there's no logic to this at all. There's no logic to anything we do. But we are pundits, so this is what we have to do. Anyway, how's your week been, fellas? Yeah, not bad at all. You know, that pesky <laughs> thing. Work gets in the way sometimes, but other than that. Yeah, it gets in the way of me watching football all day. Looking Let's forward to this afternoon. Yeah, me too. Hopefully mm-hmm. uh, we get a result. Yeah, hopefully it's to win, not to lose. I, uh, we, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Not right. one of those episodes. All right. <laughs> Last time you were just angry and red in the face all the time. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little playful today. Yeah, but you... you little w- playful? <laughs> That's you, what I said. We won't remind the listener that you, you love United. <laughs> hey, I'm going to spoil my good mood. All right, good. Um, let's pull up the table before we uh, look ahead to the weekend's fixtures. Let's I don't want everything. I don't sits. like the top. No, me neither. I don't like that. I hate it. I hate it. The I top hate of the it. The table. The cockerels oh. of the top. There's an American listener that I know. That cock a hoop. He calls it tots. Oh, you are in a weird mood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even listening to Nick. Uh, every every <laughs> Just time looking at you. <laughs> every time Liverpool play Tottenham, he comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, Liverpool tots this weekend," and I'm just like, I, "Tots, I like they're playing children." I hate you, <laughs> fucking Americans. I'm sorry. I should swear less. I apologize, listener. <coughs> what Americans? Yeah, uh, Tottenham are top of the table with 23 points, and uh, they're on a run of form we haven't seen in years. At least it feels that way. Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know. They 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 fully dispatched Fulham last week. So it, or earlier this week, I mean. So I don't know. They're they're beating good teams. They're beating bad teams. It's just I don't what know. would there were some comments you had a couple of episodes again ago against um, strength of schedule. What was their strength of schedule like? It was remember? very very weak. Okay, so so perhaps a little bit generous for them to be up there but you're right they're beating good and bad teams yeah and drawing against well they drew against Arsenal they beat um, United not hard no that's not the same United as we've no, seen in the no. past they drew with Arsenal you're right uh, they struggled against us they struggled against Shef- Sheffield right I know I'm I'm not going to go into it but realistically if you count our game as a draw in theory not they've this again. drawn against the big teams beat all the teams they should have won so they're kind of doing what we say liverpool need to do every year which yep. is win you know win the games you're supposed to win draw the tough ones yep and you'll be top of the league and that's what they're doing right now and they're playing a much better brand of football than they did under conte so so tottenham are one of two undefeated teams the the other one being arsenal in third mm-hmm. so you know are they better than arsenal mm. no are Arsenal better than Tottenham? No. Mm, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Are City better than Tottenham? Well, we'll get to them in a minute. I, w- I would say that 
I would rate Arsenal and Tottenham kind of the same way right now at this point in the season where they're both really good teams, but I also don't think that they're like league winning good teams. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think that's a fair assessment. I think I still think they're going to finish third and fourth, maybe this season. Uh, those two, mm-hmm. I didn't have Tottenham up there earlier. Um, they could be lower, could easily be fourth, uh, yeah, fourth and fifth, because I could still see United being up there. And um, of course, you could. <laughs> <laughs> hate that freaking table um <laughs> you made it man i know and uh so yeah it's uh i think the top four are going to be the top four it's just a matter of where each team is going to be so city so city have uh, lost twice this year already out of nine games yeah mm-hmm. well and they've lost actually three because they did lose one in in europe as well yeah which uh i think everyone was surprised by um so city played tottenham the week after we play city Oof, so that tottenham. is yeah, that's rough the 3rd of December. That's a rough go. Um, but City, I think... Uh, what, for City or for Tottenham? Uh, for both, I would say. Um, I think that City being down De Bruyne and then Rodri for those three games, that that really did a number on them, which brings up the point that we've always talked about how much depth City have. And earlier, a few episodes ago, I said, do we think Liverpool has arguably the deepest squad in the Premier League, we all pretty much said yes. Tom's shaking his head no. I know Neil I and I were in agreement. Our depth. Our depth is deceptively good. Yeah, I'm kind of arguing over which three players to start at number six, and I don't have McAllister as one of them. I mean, no, that's a I, good I, problem I, to have. Yeah. <laughs> I, can see, I can see your point, and yes, we do have depth, but the quality is different to the depth City have. That's why I'm shaking my head. But like you can't it? compare, you can't compare uh, Foden to Elias or Grealish to Elias. They both come off the bench. Or actually, all three of them come off the bench. Well, wouldn't you? If you're comparing Foden, it would be to either Jota, Diaz. Does Ben Doak play? No, on no. The left I'm just, right? I'm just making an example. I'm just making an Sorry. example of like Foden is always one of those players that usually gets subbed. Um, and comes on. Elliot is also one of those players that usually gets subbed and comes on. We've also got a bunch of players in City that are on a run of bad form. Grealish has been, I mean, basically out of the team for a Difficult little while Difficult to now. get form when you're not getting played, though. Which is weird for a pep team, right? Because <laughs> usually <laughs> he's, he's got constant... Pep roulette. Bingo! Um and yeah, I, I don't think we've seen that same Pep Roulette as much this season. Like, if you have them in your fantasy team, you can kind of count on it well, a little bit more. Well, he lost Mares, he lost Gundogan. And, Good point. Um, Phillips still hasn't kind of worked for him at all. Even the Southgate, oh, God, is, yeah, forgot about terrible. him. So, so yeah. And, and Did you like him in the England game that he played? Um, I know he got a lot of stick for it. Um, I've never really rated him that that high. I've seen him have great performances from for England. I haven't been watching recently the okay. internationals. Okay. Well, How long has he been at City? A season now? Two years. Two this years. Is his came second from, year. Came I, from I, Leeds. I apologize. Yeah, it was great yeah. for Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to talk about City too much. Yeah. Uh, they're in second despite whatever problems. Despite losing two games, they're still in second. So um, uh, Liverpool a point behind City after nine. Happy with that. Liverpool yeah. three points off the top. Mm-hmm. Happy with that. So that leaves Arsenal in third. Um, let's let's uh, flip. Havertz is a waste of money. Yes, <laughs> you say that every episode. I think, uh-huh. and I don't disagree with you. I second your motion. Does anyone know off the top of their head how much they paid for him? It was a hefty 
thought it was 65 Yeah, it was a lot. For what they paid for me is shit. I Sometimes I get confused because I could price it in pounds instead of dollars. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roughly. Um, so, Arsenal, where are their weakest points other than striker, which right now they really don't have one? What, uh, just based on your opinion. Goalkeeper? Yeah. Keeper? I say the yeah. Same. Got two. Neither of them are probably quite good enough. They both do two completely different things not very well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like they're two completely different yeah, players. Yeah, a ball-playing goalkeeper. Yeah, but not a great Good. one. No, Onana's better as a ball-playing goalkeeper. You think so? I just wanted to <laughs> say something positive about you. Now you're going to get, oh, no. And um, then you've got Ramsdale. You're starting to get a rash, man. <laughs> <laughs> you've got Ramsdale. Who's Please a, don't touch me. He's a, he's a solid <laughs> He's a solid shot stopper. Don't touch anything in this house. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Ramsdale's a, shot, a solid shot stopper, but can't play out from the back. And we're talking about a team whose system is built playing out from exactly. the back. So, sure, their alternate can do that. He's just not very good at it. He's just better than Ramsdale, but he's not as good of a proper keeper as Ramsdale. So they're kind of in a pickle there. And you mentioned Jesus, but... Um, Gabriel <laughs> Jesus. But... Um, but uh, He's not Haaland, he's not Salah, he's not Nunes, he's no. not Alvarez. He's not Aguero. Nope. No. He's not he's not a striker. He's not a he, he's not that guy. He can't be your go-to guy. So, struggling at the back <laughs> the goalkeeper. Their defense is good. Struggling at the front with the forwards. Yeah. Saka's great. Yeah. Saka's great. Yeah. Odegaard's pretty handy. Odegaard's great. Martinelli's pretty handy. Very much. So, um so yeah. Their attack field, is yeah. good. It's well, it's just that I'm not sure their goal scoring is great, and I don't think right. their keeping is great. I think so. The two most important parts of the game, uh, yeah, putting the ball in the net and keeping it out. Everything, <laughs> everything in between is you could solid. Have a worse goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Yeah, yeah no. You, you mentioned him. He's on your favorite team. <laughs> it's not my favorite team. No, <laughs> oh, no, that's Barrow. You always let us know that. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to our beloved Liverpool. Um, now, I guess this is kind of an easy question, but do we think Liverpool as a team are better than the three teams above them? Yes. Yeah. I do too. Why? Position for position. And depth. Compare, and that's what I say. It's, it's the combination of that position and depth. I, Matip's having a resurgent season. Mm-hmm. Gomez is having a bit of a resurgent season. Canate's pretty handy. Van Dijk's pretty handy. You never men- mind mentioning the Robertson and the Trent. Sure, we've got a bit of a problem at right back cover, maybe. But um, at Kwanzaa, there's a whole bunch Wait, of players. Wait, can I respond to you about Trent? Yeah. Because I've been doing a little bit of digging, and I don't have the numbers on hand to back me up here. But Trent is a. De- his defense has gotten deceptively better. I'm going to just say that. I didn't criticize him. I just said that I just said that we don't have cover for him at right back. Oh, right, because Connor Bradley's been hurt for as right. long as he's been with the club. But we, my point here is we've got a really – the players I named, I'm really comfortable in defense. City, Kyle Walker, Kanji, Ake. Mm-hmm. Certainly there's, there's talent in City's team. I think we compare very favorably by quality and depth. I think we compare very favorably with Arsenal, and we compare very favorably with Tottenham yeah. in defense. And I can repeat that same thing. I'm not going to bore you with it, but I could repeat it with midfield and I can repeat it with attack. I just think as a collective unit, including our immediate depth, I think we're stronger. 
Liverpool went from having some of the most shallow depth position for position to some of the deepest in one transfer. And, and I was one of the harshest critics saying we had to bring all these players in. Well, we did bring quite a few players in. We brought yeah. four into midfield. I've been calling for five for a while. But Klopp has always said this kid's coming through the academy. And from what I've seen of Kwanzaa, from what I've seen of Doke, mm-hmm. from what we're hearing about Scanlon, Chambers. Uh, I saw a game with Scanlon and he looks. Sh- so, yeah, so I'm not sure I'm missing but I was kind of uh, hoping you'd come on against Everton can you give me a skinny on Scanlon right now uh, nice going forward a couple of nice passes uh, it was an under 21's game I think I watched it was weeks so ago what is his natural position um, I'm not sure I believe he's a left back and I yeah, believe but I saw him on is also a left back I'm not sure that's where they played this week um Chambers, Chambers played for the under 21's so are they the overlapping fullbacks or the Joe Gomez flat back hopefully we'll see We'll get to it in a minute, but hopefully we'll see something more about them on Thursday. That's fair. That's fair. You mean later today? Um, okay. So Liverpool looking good. Um, I agree with everything you're saying. I, I don't. I, I'm very. This is as comfortable as I've felt about a Liverpool side, probably since we won the league. I would say, like even better than the year we were chasing the quad and won two trophies in that. I actually l- like this team better now. I think Graven Birch is going to be phenomenal. I like the idea that if something were to happen, he looked great in the one game we've seen him play in number six. It was against Everton, so that's not exactly a great litmus test. But so far, I mean, he's he's great in defense. He's great in attack. He's a great passer. This kid looks phenomenal, and I'm so happy I was wrong earlier where I said, oh, it's going to take him a while to get into the team. He's too young, blah, blah, blah. No, he's fit right in real well. Um, and then the rest of the midfield is fantastic and we have jones coming back not this week but next week i think i might have even forgot jones when i was talking a minute ago. yeah exactly i mean that tells you i would say i almost think of jones that's because we always forgot jones last season because he wasn't he was forgettable exactly yeah so this year i almost count jones as a new player even though he's not because of how well he's been playing this new role within the squad he um, had to step up, otherwise he'd have to step off. Right, exactly. And he did step up. And now, I, I mean, part of me almost says, you know what? If I'm starting either him or McAllister on on the left, I'm taking Jones. He's proven a lot more than, than McAllister has to me. And that's not but even I, so much a criticism but as you of say, McAllister. You don't see what McAllister is doing most of the time. No, no. I'm usually the one that's in defense of him by saying that. I don't think he's a number six. I think he's True. he's definitely that tiago type and we've still got steph too like let's not forget batch attack uh we saw a lot of great stuff from him and i know he's kind of been shaky with injuries so far this season so we haven't seen a lot of them but now he's gonna between our forward line and our our midfield we're just endless depth it's fantastic and a lot of these guys can play more than one position too uh any other thoughts on liverpool before we go on to the villains. Sorry. Aston Villa? Yeah. They're the real deal. You said that last time too. I know. And they keep proving me right. Uh, for better <laughs> or worse. Uh, Maybe they're the new Tottenham. Oh, great ma- look, they've got great manager. They've got great um, forward in Watkins. They've got another great um, attacking player in Diaz. Yeah, they've got, they've got, they've got quality throughout. Cash at the back. Matty Cash, pretty handy player. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's, it's, it's uh, Umare Enri's uh, night out. 
Uh, I don't remember him. He came from where? Benfica? I really stumbled over his first name. <laughs> Unai Emery. Blah. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he came from Benfica, right? That was his last job? Or was it Villarreal? I don't remember. PSG? Was, no. Who? Who? No. Unai Emery. He went from PSG to Arsenal, and then I don't know who he managed after Arsenal. Well, he was, he, we played against him in the Champions League a couple of years ago okay. at some point, so I don't remember. I also don't remember him playing as exciting a brand of football as this is. Um, Villa's a lot of fun to watch. I've watched more Villa games despite Steven Gerrard's exit because I was always kind of rooting for them on behalf of him. And I find myself, if they're playing and it's four matches going on, I'm picking their match first. Um, Neil, you're our... Uh, resident Newcastle fan. <laughs> um, we're seeing them slowly climbing the table. They've had a good run of form recently. I mean, I uh, predicted to be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. I have them probably in the top four at the end of the season. I mean, I did earlier on. I still probably do. Who they, would they bump if they were to make it up there? Arsenal or Tottenham. Uh, okay. The um, As I said before, I could see Arsenal and Tottenham finishing third and fourth, but I could easily see them Newcastle and United taking those two spots too. Over Brighton? Yeah. United over Brighton? Yep. Okay. Brighton won't. They're playing in Europe. Uh, they don't have the depth. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty quickly. Fair, fair, fair. Fact check. Uh, Emery, Sevilla, Paris, Arsenal, Villarreal. Okay, that's who it was. Yeah. yeah. Villa. Yeah. Well, they definitely probably didn't have the talent and resources that Villa have um, so that might have been why I remember him not being the most exciting manager to watch I can't um, remember who, who owns Villa anymore I don't know if it's still Randy Lerner of the Browns but um, oh good question but, um, I, sure. but I don't know how much money they've got I haven't heard of them as particularly a wealthy team I don't re- don't recall um, you know they for years their chairman was deadly Doug Ellis and uh, you know he really held them back he was a little bit like a at, uh, at Newcastle, um, Gregory holding them back. And, uh, and so, yeah. I uh, Well, Villa's right now currently had the best start to a season in 25 years. Um, so we're talking a quarter of a century, and this is the best they've played. Um, so good on them. They play exciting football. I like watching them. So seeing them at the top, as long as they're not beating Liverpool, it's pretty cool. Haven't Villa won a European Cup? They have indeed. Yeah. 80-something. Yeah. Eighty-eight. Gary Shaw was striker. Was Peter Witt. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. Gather around, children. Good team. <laughs> Good team. Dennis Mortimer. Uh, sorry. So United. I kind of picked on them last week, and I'm going to continue that this week. I'm just sort of briefly echo the same statements I had before. I think Eric Ten Hag has not given this team an identity yet. They don't have a really recognizable system. Some weeks they look really good. Some weeks they look like. Uh, 10 kids just running around chasing a ball. Um, I have no confidence in their ability to really climb much further than 7th or 8th. I think this is kind of comfortably where they should be based on how they've been playing. And I know that sounds stupid because obviously that's where they are. But I think that's where they'll stay. Take their talent for me for a second and tell me are they better or worse with Ten Hag or without Ten Hag? Does that that group Mm. of players play better if there's a different manager? I think so. Maybe Part they need of it, a different style. And that's where I'm kind of going, where I don't know. Admittedly, I don't know Ten Hag's history as a manager very well. So I can't say like, oh, he had this system here and it worked really well. He was at Ajax, wasn't he? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah for their and that's why he's known for playing football. Right. And Ajax currently sitting in relegation spot for yeah, the first time in a very long time. Um, so I, I don't know what's going on at United. He does not seem to have the locker room. And I think that's... Hundred percent does not have the locker room. Yeah, right. And it's like he never had. Was a massive understatement. No, he maybe he doesn't not. have the talent for the Premier League. Ah, uh, he might not have the personality. I gotta say, maybe he's just a grouchy baldy. Yeah, I mean, not to simplify it, but he oh, just. I going to point fingers at me for a second. <laughs> I thought that was Sven Goran Eriksson, grouchy baldy. Well, either way, Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche. Uh, it, I think Sean Dyche would do better at United. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Super Can't imagine Man United players, uh, but fans looking for Sean Dyche's appointment. I'm sure not, but I think There's Sean Dyche's football is manager in my future. I can see. I th- I think he's underrated as a. What manager happens if I stick Ten Hag in Burnley? Mm, th- I, good question. Yeah. Good question. Uh, yeah, I just don't think United right now. I think they have more talent than they're showing. But if their players are completely disillusioned because they're not having a good time playing for Eric Ten Hag, and I'm not saying that's the case, it's just what it seems well, to me. Sancho isn't even playing, never mind having a good time playing. Well, I think the whole team is oh, he's playing. Sancho, though. I saw him on FIFA the other day. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, him and Jota. Yeah, sitting around playing football when they're not playing football. Love it. Um, Sancho, I think, didn't the team release a statement where the players said basically apologize or leave? Yes. Okay. So I don't think Sancho versus Ten Hag is, but I even said this. It was like last year it's Ronaldo, this year it's Sancho. I've never seen as much of this kind of stuff. It's United. It's just that that unless Alex Ferguson is there controlling everything with an iron fist, I mean the guy was a beast. uh, They're just they're they're just a sick club. They always have been a sick club. And it took somebody like Ferguson, who was you know came from the Glasgow Steel um, shipyards, and that kind of personality, just to beat them all into submission. It's a very both similar. <laughs> Sean Dyche seems like that kind of person. Bill he looks Shankly. like he comes from the yeah. Uh-huh. No, he in this modern era, he looks like he came from a coal so mine. Eric Eric Ten Hag is one of these like iron grip, like kind of just hard nosed managers. Why are the players not responding? when we've seen other managers play that. Yeah, that's a good point, too. I really think it's a lack of a system and identity for their actual playing on the pitch. Um, and that's where I stand with them. I don't see them really putting any true challenge into the top four. I could be wrong because it is United. Ten Hag could leave. They'd bring someone else in. they advantage on the, the, the bounce. And You know, I've finally come around, and I, uh, I think I'm just overrating them. I think that, as I've said a couple of seconds ago, I think they're another club, like I've said about Everton, sick from top to bottom, and um, it's it needs a lot of things to change there. It needs the ownership to change. You talked about last week about mm-hmm. Radcliffe's investment, but it needs the ownership. It needs the manager. It needs the system. It needs the players. It's, it's got a lot of problems at United, and so I, I probably don't see him in the top four at the end, thankfully. And it's it's funny to, to have this conversation with you guys because United, I think part of the reason, the expectations for United, no matter who's in the squad, is always going to be sky high. It's always been like that since the 70s. Right, exactly. Right, 60s, 50s even. So even though, I mean, they're not getting the same grace that like Liverpool struggled last year. They were sitting in the same position this time last year, Liverpool were. And we had the grace of, okay, there's kind of a rebuild happening here. There's there's clear and obvious holes in the team, but Klopp has his men. You know, we're never sitting there going, "Is Klopp going to get fired?" Go on, Neil. two seasons. Excuse me. Uh, two two seasons ago, United were 
pretty close to relegation beginning of the season. It still ended up in third. That was think, last year. Was that last year? Yeah. It feels like two years ago. That's when Brentford put four past them, I think. Wow. In like week four or something like that. Yeah. That was Ten Hag. That was when the whole Ronaldo thing was going on. Either way, my point, they still ended up in third. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. The thing is, he could sell a couple of people, bring in a couple of people. Who knows? He could end up fucking back to Ajax. Right. So, who cares? Yeah. They're doing a great job. Yeah. Keep it up. Yeah. Burn the stadium to the ground. Um, Chelsea, Neil, you've been high on them. I know we watched the game together last week. What did you see from Chelsea that that might be kind of giving you that whatever? I think... They had a lot of changes, a lot of signings. They reminded me a little bit of Forrest last year where Cooper brought in 22 new signings. Chelsea brought in all these signings. Cooper didn't bring all those signings into Forrest. He had to figure out what to do with them. And I think Pochettino will and is beginning to figure out which of those pieces fit together and how to work them together. I think they'll continue the rise at the table. Okay. All right. I don't think so, but from what know. From what I saw against Arsenal and the fight that they had and the yeah, I can see your point. There, there, there is definitely a little change going on there, and I think a good draw against Arsenal. They probably should have won it. Yeah, they bottled it themselves. Yeah, yep. but a good draw against Arsenal might give them enough belief. Yeah, I mean, a, a more confident team would have seen out that victory. Mm-hmm. But maybe even Palton third. They yes, they started to remember their own vulnerabilities and fallibilities and started to uh, to, to play like almost to play like muscle memory from the other games yeah. <laughs> instead of the game they had been playing wait 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 wait. there's that ball to Maguire again <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question for you was it uh, Cole Palmer that took the uh, the penalty for yes. Chelsea where do you rate him decent player a little bit of promise yeah 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 wouldn't take him I, no, that was kind of where I was going with it. Did do you? W- would you like him in the Liverpool squad if he came up? Uh, wouldn't even make any short list that I've ever dreamt about. Okay, all right. It was just weird because seeing him take that penalty, I, was I like, mean, oh, sure, I would take him. I mean, I he could play in the um, under twenty ones or something. Right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, not much to say about West Ham or Palace or Wolves, other than I love uh, James Ward Prowse. So we'll just move on from that. Oh, Although Wolves James. are on a good run. Oh, no, hold on. So the. So we've covered the top ten with West Ham. Um, I think you, you said Wolves, but you meant West Ham. For what? Being on a good run of form? No, the last two times you said West Ham, you actually said Wolves. You meant to say West Ham, I think. Yeah, you no, did. I meant to say Wolves. I was saying I, I like uh, Neto. I think he's he's okay. a very talented player. Um, I, I'm yeah. Now I'm confused. Don't worry about it. Okay. So. Um, I think Wolves are, and I said this the last couple of weeks, I think they're they're better than how they started. And I mean, I think this is kind of where their ceiling is as of now. It's comfortably mid-table, um, even though I was shouting that they'd be relegated for the last two seasons. Um, I, I'm going back on that. Brentford being in 14th shocks Tom and I, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not after nine games, it doesn't. No, no, I think they'll finish a little higher, but they're certainly not going to be challenging know. for Europe. As I, I thought they would be one of those like sixth, seventh, eighth teams at the start of the season, like really putting a good push towards Europe, not quite getting there. I don't feel that confident about that. Um, unless Tony, when does Tony come back? January? Something like that, yes. yeah. Luton got that 2 2 draw against Forrest, fight back from a 2 0 yeah. down. Yeah. Show a little promise, which I like to see. And if they keep doing that. Burnley will be below them. 
Yeah, and Burnley have I, I have yet to see a game where Burnley look good. Um, let's let's go all the way down to twenty. Hold on, so yeah. bottom ten. Um, other than Chelsea, I think the bottom ten is uh, pretty much how it's going to be. I I guess who's going to take that Chelsea spot? Uh, who's going to drop into the bottom ten? West Ham, uh, Brighton. Really? Yeah, go for I it. I don't think so. Like I know, but <laughs> um, but you know, sure. If you're going to call me out, I'm going to say Brighton and Chelsea switch places. Okay, so bottom ten for me all looks pretty much like that. I still think Luton will end up being relegated. I think still think they're at this point. I think Burnley are better than Luton, and so um, probably Bournemouth is Bournemouth. I didn't have in the bottom three at the beginning of the season, but I they are after nine dire. games. Yeah, they're not looking so good, but um, but yeah, I still think. Burnley will get out and I still think the company uh, has what it takes he has a squad and he has the playing style just needs to figure out how to do it in the Premier League and I think so he'll be I, right. I know how he does it in the Premier League he goes to United that, Burnley or uh, company yeah. it, it's not a bad shout but as a other city than player, he's a city player yeah. oh yeah so oh god yeah, that would be disastrous. And I'm um, not sure they're going to appoint a manager straight from Burnley in the relegation zone. If he if if he had Burnley flying high in in third, like you guys had Brentford, um, then he might <laughs> um, then he might get that kind of gig. Well, here I want to go back on something you just said. You said the company's got what it takes. You said he he plays has not shown it at all yet. I agree. And one thing you said specifically, and I'll paraphrase because I don't remember your exact wording, is that he's got the right playing style. I could not disagree more. Uh, totally agree with you I think here um, I think he has a great playing style in the championship he needs to figure out his playing style okay. in the Premier League okay that's fair. that's what I think his problem is that's fair and I think he is starting to figure it out and he's not out he's not cut loose at the bottom not yet I just I don't I'll be honest with you I don't think they have the talent in the team that it, I still think they have more talent than Luton <laughs> that, that might be that, true but Luton knows how to how to play the game that keeps them somewhat serviceable I think Bournemouth has more talent than Luton I think Burnley has more talent than, than Luton Bournemouth I don't know um, look I they're all dire yeah. 17, 18, 19 and 20 are all dire four of those five sorry three of those four are going down um, Forest, Everton Brentford, Fulham, Wolves pff, not much better they are lucky that those bottom four teams exist this season this has got to be and I'm probably wrong with my numbers but just the feeling I have watching these four teams play this is the worst bottom of the table I've I've watched in a long long time my guess is if you rank mm. this table by money ah. you will see that it matches pretty nicely and that increasingly there's even more teams there's like 10 teams now who are the haves and there's 10 teams who are the have nots previously it was the top one United then it was the top one or two Chelsea and United and that that really cash rich area has changed you know City then came along but now I think you've got 10 teams that have all got money yeah I think mm -hmm. that's a, a fair thing to say there and although um, Everton spent a ton of money right they would be the outlier there they would be the outlier yeah because that's what's gotten them into the issue that they're having where they can't, they can't bring anyone in. Money's an awfully interesting thing, though, to talk about because if you load your club with debt like the Glaciers did, mm. then Your you can, falls apart? it's fine at first, but then you have this huge noose around your neck for later, uh, albatross around your neck for later. Um, Everton's kind of done that. Mm. They just didn't have the 
bump <laughs> right. from from the all that investment they, they sh- probably should have done with the talent. Their bump was in 1995. <laughs> they had a really good team. I think we talked about it when we did our look ahead to Everton last week was that there are good players in that team. And if you look back over the last few years, there were a lot of good players in that team and they just yeah. fell apart. Um, here's a fun little question for you guys before we take a break. Who in the bottom 10, so from Palace to Sheffield, if you're rooting for a team that's out of the Liverpool and you're just like, oh, I'd like to see them do well. Who is it from 11 to 20? Forrest for me. Little old Luton. Yeah, I knew you were going to say Luton. Honestly, I just I was, like their little stadium. I know. I, I get, they're the, the, the little football team that could. Uh, Screw I think, that. <laughs> downtrodden, crappy town with no freaking history. No reason to be in the freaking Premier League. Screw oh your little God. lovely story. Get back to the second division. I want Watford to come up with be their rivals <laughs> i like uh wofford aren't they in relegation i have no idea right now? i, I think have they no idea the where only they thing i like about luton is it's close to my mum and dad's house so i can pop in for a game the train station <laughs> God, it's a dire town it is <laughs> let's not get on about the geography i went out for a night out there oh here we go I went out for a night out gather around children in the, in the 90s go. it was a miserable bloody time <laughs> it's one of the worst nights out i've ever had sorry rob if you're listening well, it's probably not his fault. It sounds like it's Luton's fault. Yeah. Have you seen a match? Then? He was at college in Luton, but why on earth he selected to go to Luton? I don't know. College. Wow. That must be one of the first monk universities in the 1600s. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inclined to root for Forrest myself, uh, even though my numbers say Brentford. Um, I've always kind of liked Forrest. Uh, they got a lot of history, which we're going to get into after the break. Welcome back, listener. We're going to talk about Liverpool's Match Week 10 fixture against Nottingham Forest, one of the more storied teams in the Premier League. Two European Cups. Two European Cups, yes. They won a league in 70... 77, 78. I was going to say 78, 79. I think it was those two. Um, Yeah, they've got a lot of silverware in their their cupboard. So this is not a team that... Trophy cabinet? What's that? Trophy cabinet. Yeah. You wouldn't store cups like that in a cupboard. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, a lot of their winning did come from one window of time. I'm sorry. I, I just wish that you could see the picture of Nick's face <laughs> at that point. <laughs> uh, it looked like looked like Harry Maguire trying to defend. Well, listen. Whoa, 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 whoa. There it is. There it is. There it is. And there it goes by again. Listen, guys. When we have merchandise, buy it so that we can buy video equipment. And you will be able to see. Um but that's not for now. Uh, most of Forrest's winning came from... I'm sorry, I'm digging through my notes here. It was it was mostly in the 70s um, when... Forgive Brian me, Clough. Thank you. Brian Clough and Peter Taylor were at the helm. Um, Worth watching, Damned United. Damned United, about after he left, Nottingham Forest. And One of my... Went briefly to Leeds. Favorite oh, okay. Welsh actors, Martin Sheen. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. Cool. Um, Neil, tell us tell us a little bit about about Forest because you and I both just said in the last segment that that's a team that we kind of quietly root for um, to stay up and you know if they're playing against someone else that I don't care about, I'm always going to root for Forest. Well, I root for them for a, for a couple of maybe it's three reasons. So one, the sentimental factor of um, the season they couldn't go down, they but went down. Yeah, exactly. Everybody was like they're too good to go down. They were great that year. They went down. It just 
they just could never get out of the way. Remind me a little they bit were of Burnley. Grayish, like a lead balloon. Mm. Just, well, yeah. In in Forrest's case, they had talent. They just couldn't seem to stitch it together. Just nothing worked out for them. So sentimental reasons, Chelsea. I want them back. Second reason I want them back is Burnley. what a cool name, Forrest. You know, you've got your athletics, you've got all these Uniteds, you've got these towns, yeah. cities, you know, but Forrest, come on, that's awesome. Yeah, Robin so, Hood. It's like Wednesday. How can you root against a <laughs> how can you root against a Wednesday or a Forest? And so so that's my second reason. What about an Argyle? Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. The um the third reason would be Athletic. I'm, I'm, nah. I'm I'm really really keen on getting back to what I consider my perfect table. So the perfect table is the the table as it looked the year you started following football. Oh, interesting. So that's the perfect table and Forest has to be there for me. And so uh, so did Coventry, which is going to be really tough. But um <laughs> but yeah, so um so yeah, I, I like them for lots of sentimental reasons for, for me Nick. I uh, it's g- good to have them back. I uh, hope they stay up. And you know, I think they've got an okay team with some decent talent. I agree. I think uh, Cooper's a great manager, and I legitimately and a good-looking man. Oof! All right, <laughs> that's where we differ, man. <laughs> he is a yeah with the lights out. He is a nah. You can still see it. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Well, he's yeah, his white face probably glows in the dark. I need <laughs> Ipswich to come back. By the way, yeah, he, I know. he looks like the Me character too. from the Goonies. Uh, What's his name? Sloth. Is that? Am I thinking of the right character there? Blackburn just, Rovers, just brutal, brutal. Um, Here's the hard one. He, Oldham. He's the oh, shout oh, out no. to our friend Jason Dransfield. Indeed, yeah. the Owls. Um, no, Cooper. He's done. It was not an easy task for uh, for Cooper to come up from the championship and do what he was able to do in keeping. It looked they were surefire going down last well, season. T- to me, when they came up, I was sure they were going to go down until they just went transfer wild. Mm-hmm. And I was like, with all that talent they brought in, 22 players they brought in two years ago, you were like, yeah. <laughs> I was going the other way, like with all that stuff they've got to survive, which they did. Now I think he's paired it back and figuring out what he can use. And I think he's been much more surgical. And, you know, I, um, so. I know you give us a list of the top players. The one I wanted to, to talk about was... Uh, well, hold on, because I, I had uh, one other thing I wanted to say on that thought that you just shared. Um, I think what Steve Cooper did so well last season when they came up, because, yeah, the 22 incoming transfers, the, the team has not had time to become any kind of gelling and some chemistry. of them were way overpriced, like Nico Williams. Uh, yeah, shout out to former Liverpool player Nico Williams, uh, who's actually come along kind of nicely, I would say. Um, I think what Steve Cooper did so well is he came up playing the same system he played in the championship, was failing miserably, and made that adjustment. And I think that's something. If Burnley want to stay up, Vincent Company has got to do that sooner than later because you can't get these points back. I've been Um, saying it for three weeks. I feel like he's beginning to. but um. I I haven't seen it yet, uh, but I don't know. Time will tell. So anyway, um, moving on to some of their top players, you already shouted out a Woney. Um, three goals, two assists. His match rating thus far this season have been seven point two five. Very respectable numbers. Former Liverpool player. Former it. Liverpool player who has had a very kind of weird career. We were looking at it during one of the breaks. Well, it's only weird because of one factor, and that is he's Nigerian. And when he signed for Liverpool, he needed a work permit. Well, there was two really he's a striker. There was two really strong players for Nigerian team. 
all Awoni had to do was play one game, probably. I think he yeah, meant to be a part of the National League setup to get a, a national team setup to get a work permit. That is correct. But it, but I don't know what part means. Is it one game or multiple no, games? No, I think it's five games, which so, makes that... But the, anyway, Nigeria... I didn't know this, Real. That's very interesting. Yeah, so, so to get a work permit, it's just a... So Nigeria wasn't really prepared to give him five games, which meant he didn't get the work permit. So he couldn't play in England, even though Liverpool had him. Let's just also make mention, this was in 2015. Yeah. So this was eight years ago. The rule has changed. It has since then? Yeah, you need to be selected for your uh, nation X amount of times, percentage-wise. I don't know it off the top of my head. It's changed in the last two years. Okay, okay. So So he ended up getting loaned out. He got loaned and loaned and loaned and loaned and loaned. Um, All over Germany? Yeah, eventually... um, Met his wife, uh, had a child, wanted to go back and play in Germany. Simple as that. Went to Union Berlin. Um, not quite sure now how he's ended up in Nike Forest, other than um, <laughs> I think it's the money and the Premier League is the best league to play in. So, um, Well, so, yeah. he was a huge part. Last year, I do follow the Bundesliga kind of second to the Premier League. And You're saying that wearing a Dortmund shirt. Yeah, I know. Um, I like the Bundesliga. I like that kind of football. I, I like a lot of the teams over there. It's interesting. Anyway, um, he was a huge part. So last year in the Bundesliga, Union Berlin was one of the kind of Cinderella stories that was going on throughout the season. Not that it amounted to much, but he was a huge part of that. So he came into Forest, which again, to your point, kind of a weird place to land when he had such a reputation. I don't know what he was sold for or if he came over on a free I'm not really sure about all the details of that, but he's a very, very talented player with, uh, even though he's, I mean, he's not exactly young at this point, um, but I don't know. I think... uh, He he could cause us some problems if they can get the ball to him. Exactly. And we're going to get into that too, because that's going to be Forrest's biggest issue. Um, Their deep block is not effective enough to stave off teams from scoring goals but they have absolutely no press they have one of the lowest um, possession percentages in the league they just they're really really struggling to score goals they they have a defense that can hold off an offense for enough time but they just can't score their counterattack is not as potent as a lot of these other teams that we've seen some of the lower table teams will usually hit us on the counter they just don't seem to have that. And it's not for a lack of talent because they have Anthony Alenga, who's, I mean, he's a good player. Um, I would say that Nicholas Dominguez is probably their highest rated player, which is funny because he's a number Def- six. Yeah, defensive midfielder. Yeah. Right, exactly. But he is a very good player. Um, Morgan Gibbs-White was a great player at Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, just couldn't ever get the minutes. Uh, now he's getting the minutes. Is it just the people around him? I, they just—they don't seem to be able to get going. No, I agree. It's There's also an uh, Irish player, Andrew Ama Bam Midelli. That's really hard to say. I know. Um, he came from Norwich. Um, he's a decent player. Last year he was in Norwich? Last year he was okay. at Norwich. Um, yeah, I think last year he was at Norwich. Um, but he's come through the ranks... He is promising, and again, I don't think he's getting enough minutes. Okay. Um, what position is he playing? He should be a defender. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then Chris Wood, who was at Newcastle, I think, wasn't he previously? Yeah. And um, and pretty good for Newcastle. Lost his position, presumably, to Isaac. 
He, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I don't even know if he was ever starting. Okay. Is he a start? I don't remember, but yeah. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was the Burnley player. But um, but uh, Wood, Wood's not bad. No. No, he's not a bad player. So they've got talent in the team. It's just not put together yet. If they can manage to stay up for another year or two, they could definitely end up getting a team. Like, there's there's the, the building blocks of a good team. Uh, oh, no, I, I agree with all that. I mean, but... I'm purely saying here about the Liverpool game against against Liverpool. Are these the are these players going to give Liverpool a, a tough game? I can't see that really. I mean, it, it, any man has his day, but if we're looking at the numbers, they've missed nine of the twelve big chances they've created so far through nine weeks of football. I don't see that happening against Liverpool. Liverpool have one of statistically speaking. I know we're very critical of it. One of the best defenses in the league. I think we're ranked number fourth right now. Um, yeah, let me just go back to Burnley on, um, and Newcastle. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Wood is what I meant to say. So, yeah, Chris Wood was at Burnley, then went to Newcastle, then ended up at um, Forest. At Forest. Mm-hmm. He's a full New Zealand international. I still don't think, to, to, to respond to your point here, I still don't think that he and Awoni are good enough to break down our defense. Right. Um, he's They're not good even good players. enough to get on the field. Uh, nine appearances, two starts. In, for who Chris this, Wood? This season for Chris Wood. Okay, yeah. Um, I have a funny feeling for attacking players in this side. You're going to see a lot of that because they're playing a deep block against everyone. They I'm just running hard. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the but compared to Gibbs, who has nine appearances, eight star. He's going to be the ga- the guy that they're going to probably start against Liverpool. Maloney and Gibbs are, are almost yeah. definitely going to end up being the guys that, that we're going to have to defend against. But So we're going to be looking to Verge to stop him. We're going to be looking to Kanate to break his legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if Kanate starts, I think Matip might get the nod. We'll <laughs> talk about that in a second. Um, yeah, I don't see anything about this team that really gives me, excuse me, <coughs> any real concern against Liverpool. I mean, Liverpool tend to struggle against these teams, though. So that's the we, only thing. It's completely anecdotal. We like to concede first against these teams. We do. We did lose to Forest last year, too, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. That was the dreaded toothpaste kit. Um, I want a replay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do not want a replay of that match. Um, yeah, I don't know. Forest, I, I root for them. Not this weekend, obviously, but... It, it was really tough writing out the, the notes for, for this week to send to you guys because I hate saying that about a team that I kind of have a soft spot for. <laughs> it's really tough to say. Eh, you have a soft spot shit. for probably like 17 of the teams that are in the Premier League. I do? Yeah. No, it's mostly just Forrest. He's nodding, by the way. Who else have I said I have a soft spot for? I don't know. Um, Fulham. Um, I have never said a good thing about Fulham. <laughs> I have never said a good thing about West Ham. Oh, my James. Oh, James. Yeah. That sucks, too, because I don't like West Ham. No, I'm Brentford. Team. Yeah. No, well. <laughs> the list all goes right. on, man. Right. Well, Forrest is second to Liverpool, I guess. Is That's all I'm saying. Um, but no, I don't think they're going to give us much worry. Um, so... Let's move into. I want to do our lineup and predictions, but we also have a Thursday game to tonight. consider. Um, yes, tonight. Thank you. It's going to depend on who plays tonight a little bit. I think so. Uh, we are playing to lose. Which, um, which lineup do you want? No, for no, us, no. we're playing to win. <laughs> <laughs> I meant his joke. His, his was better. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I would say that if we're we're playing two shit teams. 
I mean, that's to just lose a, a mall shit. To lose are far more shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about this team. I did do some research and tried to find something to to pass on to you guys in the in the show notes and. There was just absolutely nothing to be said. I about did the same thing, and it just came up bupkis. Yeah, they won a trophy last year to get into Europe. That's how they won. What was the trophy? Some Copa Liga Uno one. Some French BS. Something. Okay. They won some, probably the Carabao Cup equivalent or something. They were not in the top four, I don't believe. No, and I did look through their squad and couldn't really find much of anything like no players of note I, I i genuinely could not find anyone that stuck out to me um they don't have any kind of stats that stand out in any category their match rating isn't good i mean it's always tough to judge french teams too because of all of the big leagues they're by far my least favorite they finished 13th last year they finished 13th yeah okay so in arguably the least competitive big league they were bad very bad <laughs> so i don't know they must have uh, sold their soul to end up in the europa league or they something. won some random cup okay. um the audi cup oh the, no that was spurs they're yeah. still polishing it from what i hear um musa diara is the only player i really recognize um he was a french national uh no sorry he's a mali national uh he's played in france for a while He's the only name that really stands out. And how do and you... And that's simply because of FIFA. Oh, okay. That was my question. <laughs> or football manager, I can't remember. Probably football manager. Probably. Um, so we can talk about lineups here. Do you have any thoughts on Toulouse, Neil? I don't really have any thoughts on Toulouse. No, I'm sorry. I know nothing about them. Nothing yeah. to really contribute. Nothing even if I'd read about them that I would probably have to contribute. I afraid. did and I have nothing. I've been to Toulouse. That's about all I can Is say. Is it nice? Palm I, trees? I, I went to... No, palm trees. It's in uh, the Pyrenees. I went, I went there before I... Drove on a bus to Andorra to go skiing. Oh. There you go. Okay. Delightful story. Um, <laughs> I, I told you, I had nothing to say about Toulouse. And I said it was a delightful story. I wasn't lying. <laughs> uh, their manager, Novell, um, he really hasn't done much. His last team, and this is his first big boy job at Toulouse. This is the big boy job? Yeah, because he was at Kuwait under 20s previous to this, and then he was in uh, one of the Arab leagues, can't remember, but then he was the youth for Barcelona, the youth for Espanyol, so no real career behind now. Exactly. This is his first big boy job. So let's start with lineups for this match. Ooh, fun. Um, and then we'll move into the Forest match because one is going to dictate the other depending on our predictions. Um, let's start with you, Neil. W- what What are you thinking for Toulouse? Lots and lots of changes. Uh, probably even taking it as far as a Carabao Cup kind of uh, lineup. Yeah. Um, my lineup might be a little confused, by the way. you got to be careful because you got to remember that squad. Um, yes and no. Big. Yes and no. Okay. Five subs, right? For yeah, but you can only draw players from your from your squad. So I can't put Adrian in goal because he's not in the squad, for example. Right. But most of the players I'm thinking of bringing in qualify, I think, under the under-21. And I don't know, and I haven't checked all of the regs for these players. So some of the players I name might not be able to play. But um, I'm not going to check. It's going to be like bingo, right? Don't. Yeah, just shoot for the stars so, and land on the moon. Kelleher, I believe, is back from yes, injury. he is. And I so, have him in goal as well. So I'm going with Kelleher in goal. Yeah. And then in defense, I am going to go with Matip and Kwanzaa. 
Ooh. I like that. And then at right back, I'm going with Gomez. And at left back, I'm either going to give Simi another chance against weaker opposition, or I'm going to put in Scanlon or Chambers, and I might even give 45 minutes to each of them, Scanlon and Chambers. I So <clears throat> we'll, we'll go around and do defense first. Sure. Um, I like Gomez at right back. I, I'm with Ian Kelleher. I think that's a no-brainer. He needs to get time back. Um, I like Gomez not because I think he's a lower tier for some... You know, I don't want to sit there and go, yeah, let's throw him out there. I want him to stay match warm um, because I think he's done really well in the first team, and I don't want him to get cold sitting for Trent. And I might actually have Gomez play left back in the in the Forest game. Uh, to me, that might depend on how well Scanlon, Chambers, or Samikas do in the Toulouse match. Basically, they're going to audition for the left back role. Other, if they don't audition well for the left back role, then I'm going to give the left back role to for, in the Forest game to Gomez. Tom, to answer your question about under twenty ones, under twenty one players, those born after January first, twenty. Uh, 2002 sorry wait 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 wait. what is this so this is for his squad this is so that uh, going forward we all know that the under 21s they don't count to the 25 man squad clubs can field as many under 21 players as they wish so you okay so anyone under 21 does not count towards the squad yes okay all right that's all right. that's helpful all right I'm with you um, I want Samika starting I'm with you Samikas did not look good against Everton. We already talked about that last episode. Uh, his stats were bad. He didn't look like he played well, and you could tell Klopp was not happy with his performance. I think that we've seen enough good out of Simi that we can sit there and say, okay, this is him just having cobwebs, maybe a little bit of ring rust, whatever the case is. Let's get him as much playing time since he is going to be our first choice at left back for the foreseeable future. Let's get Simi in. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Kwanzaa. I want Kwanzaa in. I'm I'm right there with you. And then, yeah, Matip, uh, again, that's more just keep these guys warm. I, I don't want to see anyone sitting for too long. Let's keep rotating. What do you think, Tom? Uh, so I have Kelleher starting. Yeah. Um, my boy in green. I've, I kept Trent, but I put in Kwanzaa, Matip, and Simi. Um. I thought of Kwanzaa, but I really think Gomez is going to start. So over you want him. Trent starting? So I want Trent and Gomez, Matip, Simi. Okay. Right? Give Gomez a little run. Okay. If Simi doesn't work out, push him over to that side and stick on Kwanzaa or stick on Verge or stick on Kanate, one or the other. Uh, have we talked about midfield yet? No. Okay. There's just one other thing I want to point out. They're not going to train Friday. So they're going Thursday, no training Friday, Saturday training, Sunday game. So keep that in mind because some of these guys, you don't want them going that long. Like I have Salah on my team. I don't want him sitting for too long. You know, it's the same thing why I like Gomez coming in and I don't hate that you got Trent in. I think that's that's not bad. Like keep these guys sharp. We don't want them getting dull going too long without playing. Sure, sure. So I hate these Thursday games. Anyway, let's go on to midfield. Uh, Neil, what do you have? Endo, holding midfield. Okay. I have also Endo. Yeah, I think I did too. And thou from Dublin, <laughs> McAllister, because I don't have him playing against Forrester. Okay. And Elliot. Elliot. Okay. All right. Uh, Elliot. I'm so torn. Actually, now. I take that back. Sorry, I, I I messed up there. I don't have I have Jones. 
Oh right, because Joe's, Joe's can can't play against Forrest, so I, I have him playing. I have him. I just marked my paper on that. I marked him as the can't play, but he that was the game I, he can play. Right in. on, right gotcha, on. Gotcha. I want to do for at at the six. I want to do forty five minutes of both Gravenberch and Endo. Um, just I want Gravenberch to get as much time in that position as he can because I think he's our our long term. Could be Gravenberch and Jones in that position then. I want Jones on the left. That's what I've got as well. I want 45 minutes of McAllister, 45 minutes of Jones. Um, if anything, start Jones, and if he's playing well, leave him in. You don't even have to rotate him out because you don't have to worry about him on Sunday. Um, Elliot and Sabaslai pl- platooning that, that right side attacking mid is something that two weeks ago I would have shot my own self in the foot for saying it but now I mean he's he played really well on the international break and then came out and played really well for Liverpool against Everton yeah you know what throw Elliot out there I I I can't I can't not I it is what it is man he 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 I also have Elliot don't feel bad yeah, hopefully we're wrong, though. We've been his biggest detractors this season. You know, that's the two things we always agree on, Spurs and Elliot. <laughs> Saying that, yes, okay, that goal really wasn't his. It was an own goal, but either way, he has showed more and more promise in the past couple of weeks than I have seen out of him in the past year. Yeah, I think we talked about it on the last episode. He's, it looks like things are starting to click for him. He's like putting that puzzle all together now. I think he got the captaincy for um, England you for, got it. for yeah. the U21s in their last game, right? Yeah. Yeah, and had an assist. And had a great game the week before as well. Or yeah, the two game goals before, yeah. in the previous one, yeah. So I was going to get to this at the end, but maybe we will. But who captains the team? Elliot, if he plays, could actually be a viable captain for this team. Uh because he would be the most experienced because he we'll, we'll but Endo has a Japanese captain uh, yeah but so we'll see wait till you do your forward lines because uh, yeah. that, that, that's going to change things you want to go last for forward okay I also what do you have in midfield uh, Zabo Elliot and Endo okay where do you have Elliot playing he's on the wing which right or left because Sabaslai and Elliot both play on the right side mm. okay or just who knows man okay I've okay. seen Elliot play over the left. You've seen Elliot play over uh, the left. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah. I'm already giving him a lot of length here. Um, the boss like can play anywhere. That's very true. Uh, thinks Neil, he's a striker, though. He's got to be careful uh, of those yeah, outside the box. He's not Gerard yet. <laughs> and he needs to know he that. Is he's not Gerard. Stop he's been watching too him, many people. of those videos on Twitter or whatever. No, nope, um, you need to stop comparing him to him. Yeah, yeah. Although you've done it so many times on this show. I've heard Gerard-esque. From your Irish mouth. <laughs> My Irish <laughs> mouth. Neil, what's your forward line look like? From your English mouth. <laughs> ben Doak. All right. Instead of Sala. Um, is Gakpo fit? I believe he is. Uh, no official word yet. Okay. So if Gakpo is fit, then I have him playing center forward. Okay. I have him for Forrest if he is fit. <laughs> Got it. You have him playing for Forrest? I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, Got it. And uh, and then if Gakpo isn't fit, then I've probably got Jota at, at striker. Okay. And if he is fit, Gakpo's playing a striker, and I've got uh, Diaz or Jota on the right-hand side. Okay. So I'm realizing now we haven't shouted out the injury list, so very quickly I'm going to say Tiago's still out, obviously. Bajatek, uh still out, no timetable yet. 
Hunter Bradley, still unknown, but has returned to light training. He's running. So that's coming along nicely. Jones is obviously not suspended for Toulouse, but is still suspended for Forrest. Gakpo has returned to full training from what it looks like, but I haven't heard any word on whether or not he's fit to play yet. Luke Chambers is apparently back. Back. Who? Okay. Luke Chambers. Luke Chambers. It was a joke. Left back, 19. Oh. Uh, And obviously, Robbo is going to be out for a very long time. <clears throat> so, with all of that being said, my forward line... Actually, Tom, why don't you go first? Because I don't want to just repeat everything. For whom? Against Toulouse or against... Toulouse. All right. Um, I have Jota in the middle. Okay. Diaz. Okay. I did start Salah. Okay. So, I'm thinking I want... Um, the reason is... Oh, yeah. Go on. We go out, we win, right? Pull them off, throw on some subs. Yeah. Right? Win the game, get it over and done with what we should have done in Everton. And then we are one win or one draw away from automatic qualification. Yeah. And then we're done with this fucking group stage. Actually, Excuse I my think, language. I think this, this you one... You're shaking your head because I said the bad word. He's th- nodding his head. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I, think this, I think with this win, that's it, right? If they win, I'm almost positive. No, this is game three. We played to lose again oh, in right, right, right. two yep. weeks, yep. I think. Yep, good call. Um, so I would say my forward line, I do want at least 45 minutes of Salah. I don't care if it's before or after. It doesn't really matter. Ben Doak is an interesting one, Neil. I know you're pretty high on him. Outside of that one really great goal he had last season, I haven't seen anything from Ben Doak that really gives me that oomph. And I know he's His young, so it's not its not a criticism I, of him. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying this is a perfect game to play him, play him at. Right. Let's, right. Get a, let's, get a, let's dip his toe in the water and see what we're getting here. Um, so, sure, I, I'll say some version of Ben Doak and, and Salah. Or honestly, no. Nah, you know what? Let's keep Elliot in the midfield. If that's where he's going long term, you said he played for the U21s in England in midfield primarily. Am I correct about that? Pretty sure he was playing midfield. Yeah. Yes, he was. Okay. You know what? If he's going to perform well, keep him in the midfield. I know I've been saying he should be playing up front, but whatever. I'm an idiot. Uh, Gakpo, for sure, if he's fit, we got to start getting him a low-pressure match like that. I, I like that. Get him in the, the rhythm of things. And then, uh, yeah, if if he's good, you can just probably... He's not going to stay on for 45, so I say throw Darwin in there afterwards. So um, I have Gakpo in for... Against Forrest. Okay. But if he doesn't start, Darwin should start. Against Forrest? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's wait a minute to get to Forrest. Um, I like probably... Do we have... The reason I say that is because okay. I think Darwin should come on 45. I know it's not going to happen with Klopp. And this is against Toulouse? Against Toulouse. Okay. Um. All right. I, I Gakpo and Darwin, some version of that, depending on where Gakpo's fitness is at. And then on the left, yeah, we've got Jota or Diaz. Is there another... Do we have a young player that's coming up uh, as a left wing? Scanlon. I oh. thought he was a He's back. a defender, generally. But, he, but left wing Salah's position, Ben Doak, is the natural... That, no, that's right wing. That's, Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hey, you do what I do. I'm just, I'm, just re- I'm seeing it in my mind, and he's on the left-hand side. because That always like, screws me yeah. up, too. Yeah. Um, on a right side, young player. Left side. <laughs> wow. We've we're, on, we're saying the same thing. Yep, <laughs> okay. Yep, yeah. um, I do not know. It's still, it's, uh, I have to look. 
Okay, that's fine. That's one of the good things about having depth. I also have always said I like Darwin on the left. So we could always bring Jay Spearing in. Jay Spearing. He plays for under under twenty ones. All right. Uh, He's we'll thirty something something. I say put Jata on. Just uh, have the veteran leadership out there. If we're going to play a lot, of, a really young squad, he's been in the team for long enough. And honestly, the less I see him starting in Premier League games, the happier I am. Um, so, Forrest, with all of that being said, Neil, who do you have for your starting eleven so, against Forrest? Starting eleven, Forrest. I have Ali. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Best keeper in the world. Why not? I think he is the best keeper in the world right now as well. One hundred percent. Despite only being third choice for Brazil this last weekend. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, crazy. And then uh, mm-hmm. Trent at right back. Uh, questionable. Uh, you can climb a right back. And climb, so midfield, he's going to be a midfielder when we're in attack. Three box three. Yes. Probably uh, against Forest too, all things considered. So VVD, Matip, and Gomez. You and got I, Gomez in for Simi. I've okay. got Gomez in for Simi. I've got Matip in for Kanate. And I've got VVD. Hmm. Matthew's been playing really well. Agreed. Um, somewhat will depend on tonight's to lose game, but you know, as it stands right now, that's what I'm going with. Okay. So, essentially a back three, and then I'll put Trent in midfield with Gravenberch, Saboshlai, and McAllister. Okay. Okay. And forwards? Forward, Salah, Nunes, Diaz. Okay. We're going to have a probably idea. Well, no, we're not. Uh, Tom, what do you have? I have Ali, and here's where it gets weird, lads. Gomez, Kwanzaa, Virgil, Simi. This is against Forrest? Forrest, yeah. Oh, interesting. Give Kwanzaa a run. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Ali's obviously there. You didn't have him starting against Toulouse? No. Okay. I had uh, Gomez starting uh, with Matip. Right. Okay. Midfield? Midfield. Uh, Gravenberch, Maka, Zabo. Okay. Uh, Elliot over Salah to start. Uh, okay. I know, just for fun. Okay. Um, it's not like Klopp is going to listen to this. <laughs> Elliot to start, uh, Gakpo Diaz or Darwin over Gakpo, depending on who comes back. Depending on fitness, gotcha. Yep. Okay. So I know, shake I, it up, lads. Yeah, I listen, no one shouts creativity more than I do when uh, we're talking about this. So I have Trent. Creativity. Oh, oh you are one of those knob ends, aren't you? <laughs> You're some us, not them. Um, I just think I've showered it once, and you've never showered it. So That's go. true. That's true. Good point. Anyway, <laughs> so Trent, uh, Matip, because Kanate, I, I, I didn't like the way he played last weekend. I'd say sit him. Matip's been playing really, really well. Uh, VVD, I've still got Simi. Then I've got Gravenberch, uh McAllister and Sobo in midfield, but because we're playing Forest, they've got a deep block. I'm going to do a three box three instead of having the two overlapping fullbacks. Um, and I want to see Trent kind of playing more of a midfield role. This is one of those games where we can afford to do that. Um, so at yeah. home as well. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think shifting. You know, if we do see their attack at all, you sure get Trent back into position. But for most of it, we're going to be pressing high. Let's get Trent into the midfield to really create. That's his greatest strength. Can uh, I just pick you and I up on a one little point here? Both of us said that Simi was awful, mm-hmm. uh, and both of us talked about him playing at least one of these games, mm-hmm. but not the other. And then Kanate. I haven't got him playing at all, and neither do I. And yeah, I don't think you have either. <laughs> yeah. And um, neither do I. I don't. I think, yeah. You 
He's definitely going to play one of these games. Yeah, that is far too sure. harsh on, on all of us there to, yeah. uh, for, for a guy who actually didn't get sent off. And, uh, right, yeah. And, and he's a great player. So, And our criticism was he was trying too hard. And well, he was I young. would have Kanate. That was our criticisms. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, but because you tried too hard, you were young, and you did, didn't get sent off, we're going to bench you. <laughs> we're going to bench For two him. games. I would say I would platoon him with Kwanzaa against Toulouse. Okay. And then sit him for Forrest. Um, so there's my <laughs> my backtracking. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, for my forwards, I have this is Forrest. Let me just make sure I got my my. So I've got solid Darwin Diaz for sure. I think this is the team. You know, I, Simi. I genuinely believe that game was the outlier. We've seen him play really well before. I think he just needs to get more playing time, and he'll be fine in two three games time. Um, we know he's a serviceable deputy to Robertson. We've seen it for three years now. And you never know. One of these two young kids could prove to be even better. That's very true. And, hey, that's a good problem to have. So let's take a quick break. And, oh, Tom. So to answer your question about the left wing, we have one player in under-21s. Oh, okay. Musia Luski. Yeah. He is currently doing pretty well. Four appearances, two goals, one assist. Okay, well, if we see and him he is against... our only left wing, by the way, that I can find for under-21s. Well, we're stacked at that position, but if we see him in Toulouse, we'll, we'll get a good look at him. That'll be cool. So let's take a quick break, and we'll look at the rest of the fixtures for Match Week 10. Hey, listener, we have a new Instagram page, so check us out at Come On Red Men Podcast, and find us on Facebook and chat to us what you think of the episode. Thanks for listening. Chat to you soon. Welcome back, listener. The end of the podcast is coming to a close, and that means we have to do our predictions for match week 10. Let's start off with Palace and Spurs. Neil. Well, before I give you my predictions, I will just say that all of my predictions are low this week. I'm trying to play catch-up, so I'm playing the probabilities. So lots of low scores for me. Um, And that's been said, I'm going with Palace nil, Tottenham 1. What do you got? I've got... 2-1 2-1 Spurs. I have 2 nil Spurs. We've got Chelsea against Brentford. Tom? 2-1 Chelsea. I also have 2-1 Chelsea. Neil? I have 1-0 Chelsea. Okay. Arsenal and Sheffield. Uh, Neil, what do you got? 2-0 Arsenal. 2-0 Arsenal. I have 3-0 Arsenal. Bournemouth and Burnley, sure to be the game of the week. What do you got, Tom? 1-1. I also have 1-1. I have 0-1 to Burnley. How about Wolves and Newcastle? Which I think will be a better game than most people would give it credit for, but I could be wrong. Neil, what do you got? Wolves 0, Newcastle 1. Ooh, 3-0. I have Newcastle. I have 3-1 Newcastle. West Ham and Everton. What do you got, Tom? 2-0 2-0 to the Hammers. I also have 2-0 two, two to, to the Hammers. I James a, Ward-Prowse. I have a 1-1. One, one. Oh, James. <laughs> oh, James. You said 1-1, one, one, Neil? 1-1. One, one. Okay. How about Brighton and Fulham? 2-0 Brighton. I also have 2-0 Brighton. Oh, shit. Uh, it just means you're going to get points, man. I have 2-0 Brighton. Ooh. <laughs> so that's sure to be Fulham just smashing Brighton to bits. How about Villa and Luton? 
Go on, Neil. 2-0, Villa. 3-1, Villa. I have 3-0, Villa. Okay. I, I, something tells me that Villa is going to score more than three. Um, Liverpool and Forest. What do you got? Oh, can we do City United first? Sure. Let's yeah. do that. Let's do United and City. What do you got, Tom? 1-1. One, one. Oh, I hope so. What do you got? 2-0, City. I have 3-1, City. And that brings us to our beloved Liverpool. Home to Forest. 4-1. Holy shit. What do you got, Neil? After you? 2-0. I also have 2-0. Yeah. <laughs> so. I just want a high-scoring game. That concludes That one this goal, week. by the way, is the goal they score early on in the game. You said 1-0? No, I said 4-1 oh, to us. 4-1, that's right. They, wow. they score early, we come back with 4. You know what? That wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Hence, 4-1. Fair enough. Why don't you give us your closing thoughts, Tom? I say this every week, and you say this every week, Neil. We just want them to show up. I really want them to show up after what we saw at Everton. Mm. I'd also like them to be a little bit more clinical at finishing. Yeah. And that's show passion, finish up a little bit, and fuck Spurs. (laughs) Neil, what do you got? I'm just looking forward to no injuries against Toulouse. Uh, It's going to be a theme throughout this. Carabao Cup games and Europa League games, I just want to get through and skate these early rounds. And so I want to see some of the fringe players doing well in those games. And we'll see what the Forest games brings. I'm looking forward to it. Three points, hopefully. My closing thought is I want to see where where it's not too often we're going to get back-to-back fixtures like this with two teams that we don't really have to worry about. So what I'm hoping most for is some creativity from Klopp so that we can keep our veteran first team fresh while also giving the young talent that looks promising a lot of chance to shine and really get themselves used to uh, playing in the Premier League and playing in Europe and all that good stuff. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the young guys play. So... On that, we'll thank you for listening, and we'll chat to you later.